0: Let's just do a quick thing here because I gotta be honest, I don't have much to say about this one. Prisoners mm. of the Ghost Land. You and I saw this neo-noir western Nicolas Cage action film back in January during Sundance. Sophia yeah, Battalion is also, ago also now. in it. Almost oh, it was so long ago. We're talking yeah. nine months, and this was directed by Sion Sono, who you actually yes. you had a conversation with. You you interviewed yes. the guy.
1: Very excited. I had a busy weekend, but I'm very excited to go back and transcribe the interview because he was very lovely. Uh, yeah. It was uh, quite a pleasure and quite an honor to speak with
0: him. I'll be honest, I did not like this movie very much. I'm very sorry. But it's hey, it's getting its release right now through RLJ, R, RLJE Films. Excuse me. Uh, it's available to stream video on demand and uh, I think in some select theaters as well. And I gotta say, yeah, I didn't love this one, but Will, you know, I, I, I honestly... I don't even remember that much about it. Like I remember Nicholas Cage. It's like in Japan, and mm-hmm. he's trying to rescue this like person, this woman, and there's this place called Ghostland, and he has to fight a bunch of random stuff. Uh there's like a bank robbery that goes wrong. There's a bunch of people who are larger than life characters, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. What is this movie?
1: Yeah, so this is, as we mentioned, the uh, long publicized uh, joining of forces between Nicolas Cage and Sion Sono, who, uh, if you don't know, Sion Sono, legendary Japanese filmmaker in the States. I think he's probably best known for, I, I think it's is it 2014 when he released Why Don't You Play in Hell? I don't know. Okay. Uh, he's made a lot of films in Japan. A lot of them are just... Wild. Um, and knowing his reputation as a filmmaker and knowing Nicolas Cage's uh, willingness to just play it up and go ham and just be weird and wild as possible, a lot of people had high expectations for this. And then when Nicolas Cage, during an interview, was like, This is the wildest film I've ever made. Uh, I don't know why I gave him a southern accent now, but uh, it, it wouldn't be out of yeah, character for of Nicolas like, Cage.
0: Yeah, this is the wildest, wildest yeah, movie I've ever made. They put bombs yeah. on my balls.
1: Yes, uh, among other things. Uh, yes, they 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 do that. But yeah, I mean, it was just, it had a reputation even before it went to Sundance. And I think Nicolas Cage fans like myself were like, what the hell is going to happen oh, in this Oh, you film? guys
0: are going to love it. Uh, there's t- You like the song Time in a Bottle?
1: Mm-hmm, that's a great scene. Um, but yeah, I, I think because of that, I think Nicolas Cage kind of sabotaged this film in some respects because people saw it at Sundance and they were like, Oh, okay. You know, it's it's fun. It's charming. What are you charming, talking totally about?
0: I did a great job on this movie. Yeah,
1: I, oh, I'm not. I'm not criticizing your performance, Nicholas Cage. I'm talking more about the film itself. Narratively, I think it favors a sort of uh, conventionality outside of some eccentricities that that uh, I think people were expecting a lot weirder and just buckwild absurdity uh, from this film. And I don't, I just don't think it's quite that wacky. I think it, it has uh, a sort of um, Even handedness that I think people were were, uh, not expecting, and I don't think it's quite as meme friendly as other people were expecting, outside of one line delivery where uh, Nicolas Cage talks about his testicles, as you were mentioning, and I think that line will be uh, YouTube friendly for years to come.
0: I only bring it up because it kicked ass.
1: Sure. I must say, Nicholas Cage, it's a huge honor to be speaking with you. I don't know where John Negroni went, but I'm a big fan of your films. I told him to get lost.
0: He couldn't remember his own – the movie that he saw in January. Does he even care sure. about this podcast? I don't think
1: so. I don't know. Honestly, I mean, you know, we were talking – have you seen Cry Macho, Nicolas Cage? Yeah, I
0: saw it. All right, I saw
1: What'd it, you it in my private
0: screening room in Malibu.
1: Oh, that's very. Right. You're quite fortunate, Nicolas Cage.
0: Yeah. Hey, I'd like okay. to say – Prisoners of the Ghostlands, my own Mad Max. Okay, that that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I I like Clint Eastwood.
1: Sure, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, sorry, do you think Clint Eastwood is in Mad Max?
0: No, but they're of a piece, Will. Don't you get it?
1: Yes, I get it. Yeah, I think I do.
0: The bees, man. Yes. They're the bees' knees. (laughs) But you were saying something about how Prisoners of the Ghostland is a masterpiece of design and production.
1: Well, I mean, I do actually think that the production quality of the film is is probably the high point of it. I, I think the, uh, yeah, just the Hell look yeah. and the the world that that uh, you and Sion Sono and all the other filmmakers involved with this film made is. I can't take uh,
0: any credit. It was all Sion. I mean, the guy knows his mm, stuff. He's so stylish. Of course.
1: I mean, the man has made. I don't even know how many films at this point. I
0: can't. I lost uh, count.
1: Sure. Uh, and I know you're a big fan of it, so that that means a lot. So uh, yes, there is a sort of a Terry Gilliam-esque look to the film, the, the sort of like kind of mythical Odyssey that they you and uh, uh, Sion Sono made. That I find quite alluring. It's like almost uh, lyrical, I guess, in some respects. Even though it is following your sure. kind of traditional, uh, oh, um, what are some of the films? I'm trying to remember that it harkens back to like, uh, oh, let's see Face here, off. like there's. Sure, in some respects, face-off, but uh, I just mean like, well... Um, uh, Season I, of the Witch.
0: That's probably the best movie I ever made, honestly.
1: Sure. Um, I think I was yeah, in that. I was thinking more like kind of like The Bad Batch. Yeah, um, Sorcerer's
0: a, Apprentice. You're right.
1: Yes. I mean, not to be fair, I'm not talking about your filmography, though. I have seen quite a few of your films. Um, Thank but,
0: you. I appreciate that.
1: Anyway, I, I don't know where I'm going with that. Uh, what I was trying to say is, uh, I think even though the story itself kind of has your your kind of weird like vigilante s type thing, I, I think it's it's more about the um if you if you pardon me me saying so, it's more about the qualities around the film outside of your performance that stand out more than you. I think you you play the part. as to be expected, and, and you do your caginess to its full caginess, but it's more about the oddball kind of sad characters, the production design, as we mentioned, the art direction, uh, just the, just the general sort of weird world building that uh, Sion Sono seems to be interested in. I think he could really care less about the story. It's just a means to an end. And it's just about building this weird world and kind of saying what he wants to say within it, that, that is of uh, of importance here. And I think ultimately that's more fun and interesting than the the main plot ultimately, which is, like I said, kind of a means to an end. But there's enough goofiness here, enough kind of weird absurdity that I liked it. I, I was willing to sit through and, and I never felt bored with it. But I, I think people are kind of ho-hum about it and I can understand that because it just doesn't really meet the expectations that I think the creatives uh, gave it. And I just don't think it really does as much of the material as you would hope. But, yeah, I mean, for what it was, I mean, it's not as good as Pig, which you're fantastic in. Oh, age. what a uh, good
0: movie that was. I think I was in that.
1: Yeah, and it's not even as uh, delir- delirious, I guess, as something like Mandy, which you're also quite good in.
0: You know but, what, Will? Uh, you know you know what the difference is between those movies? Pig, you're supposed to hmm. watch that sober. I imagine you didn't watch these films while under the influence. Of no, the LSD. I was a professional.
1: I was, no, I, Mm. I, well, I mean, the second time I saw Mandy, I I maybe wasn't totally sober.
0: I appreciate it. I wasn't reviewing it.
1: Yeah. That's the
0: intention. You're not, look, Will, you're not supposed to watch Prisoners of the Ghostland lucid. That's not the point. Mm. If you want to watch something lucid, you have a Netflix account. You get it? Sure. That's all I'm saying. And,
1: yeah, but I think with this film, as as I think you're trying to suggest, there's there's a desire to kind of like make a cult following in a way that maybe was more organic with something like uh, Mandy. I'm not in a cult, or maybe even. Oh no, I'm, I'm not. Cult, cult classic is an expression meaning like a film that finds its audience over time. Right. Uh, even yeah.
0: yeah. 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 Sure.
1: Sure. Uh, I don't think that. Uh, yeah. To clarify, I do not think you, Mr. Cage, are in a cult of any sort.
0: Fine, um, I'm in a cult. I'll admit it. I'll well, own I up mean, to I, it. I, if you would persist,
1: I I think you should be careful with your words here, Nicholas Cage, because uh, you know people have these expectations with Hollywood and actors. I don't want anyone to get the wrong message. I'm in a cult of idea. liking
0: good movies. Is that what a cult okay. is?
1: Well, if you if that's the cult you're in, then you're gonna fit in just fine with us, at Cinema Hall. Cloud cult.
0: Good band. Josh Bradner. I heard you and John talking about it earlier.
1: Uh, Yes, that was actually a conversation we had off the air. Yes, I don't know how you heard that, but I uh, was in the room. Oh, well, that's a little creepy. I'll have to be honest.
0: I Um, was invited.
1: Okay. Were you you in my room or his room?
0: Well, I don't know how to tell you this, but I'm a prisoner.
1: Oh, of the Ghostland?
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) Of John himself.
1: Oh, no. Is that where he is right now?
0: He pays me in starbursts. I don't know. Oh, he went cool. to the bathroom.
1: Okay. Um, well, I hope he comes back at some point. I would like to talk to him more about the film. Not, well, I dislike this conversation. I, if I he quite were here, I'd it, say
0: I think he would say that the movie's very balls to the wall.
1: In more ways than one, I guess.
0: Right. You know him. Yeah. He thinks he's clever and such. Nah. Yeah. Well, right. I can't help but feel like you think this movie sucks, but you just are being no, nice quite to me. No, but the opposite.
1: No, I like the film. I, I think it's, if I may say so, kind of a, a middle film for you in that like I, I think you've, you've made your mandees, you've made your adaptations, you've made these critically acclaimed films, or Face Off, as you mentioned at one point, these films that that are revered among Cage fans and audiences and critics alike. And I think this film will find its audience It's probably a little bit more niche than some of your other films, but I think it will be liked. I just don't think it's going to quite read the expectations that sits upon itself. Uh, It almost in some respects, I guess sort of insists upon itself. Um, But I think there's enough here to enjoy. I just don't think it narratively, I don't think it really comes together, but I think the qualities of the film that I do like are enough that I was pleasantly, uh, enjoying the ride a bit and just in, in uh, immersed in the weird oddities that you produce with Sion Sono. But ultimately, I, I I think the film could have been a little bit more remarkable given the talent and concepts at the core here.
0: You know what? I think that's all very fair criticism, Will. And I think when it comes down to it, I just wanted to make a movie with some samurai. Is that a crime?
1: No, it's quite the opposite. I think you should make more movies with samurais.
0: I think it's a lot of fun. I really like mini guns too. Okay, cool.
1: That's I like what uh, I, I like seeing to. you shoot mini guns. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know, I I get it. It's not for everybody watching, especially if you're you know a square. Are you a square, mm. Will? I hope not. Good. And you know what? Yeah. Mm. John kind of left a note for me because he knew this was going to be a mm. whole thing. He wanted to tell you that. The Rotten Tomato score, based on what you've been talking about, is probably yes. going to surprise some viewers. Can you guess?
1: Oh, uh, ooh, that's, this is a good this is a good one because I'm not 100 percent sure what this one is. I've or been watching it idea? every day. Oh, okay, yeah, it makes sense. I I, I have to admit, I check um, it every
0: morning when I'm about to do my morning run in calisthenics.
1: Can I guess? Uh, for the this is the critic score, right? Yeah. This is uh I'm mean, gonna guess
0: 76%? It's 72. You're within the okay. margin of error though, so I'll give sure. you a short I'll give you a little bit of praise.
1: Uh what a kind honor, Nicolas Cage.
0: It's based out of a hundred critics. I'm proud of you, Will. I've been Thank watching you. your that, that career means a lot for a oh, long that's very time. Sweet. Hey. Uh, likewise. You know what? Will I I gotta say I lied mm. to you. I was looking at an old review. It 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 actually mm. is sixty-five percent. It went oh. down.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. So I was off more than that. No, that's okay. I, I, you, yeah. you will never, you'll never upset me, Nicholas Cage, unless unless you do something, I guess. But some um, of the haters
0: came into focus. You get it?
1: Yeah. I like you said. I think I think you maybe if if I may be so blunt. I think you you, you kind of you, you damned yourself a little bit here. I think you you set expectations too high.
0: Hey, you know, you did the same thing for Mandy. I'll never stop thanking you for it. I remember that was oh, a movie, movie from 2018 that you seemed to like unironically. And, and it meant a oh, lot I mean, to yes. me as a listener of Cinemaholics.
1: Oh, thank you. I, it means a lot that you listen to the show.
0: Of course. I share it with everybody. Sophia oh, wow. Botella. Very, very, oh, oh nice. Oh yeah. I love Andrea Riseboro is the one who introduced it to me.
1: Oh, okay. That's surprising.
0: She's a big fan. Uh do you know what the audience score is?
1: Uh, who this is even tougher than the critic. was Oh, I bet.
0: It's tougher for me to uh, accept. That's a hint.
1: Is its is it 54%?
0: No, it's 36. What are you going to do? Oh, wow. Fewer, fewer than 50 ratings. We're still working on the marketing, trying to figure mm. out that sweet spot.
1: If you had time in a bottle.
0: Oh, Will, you're hilarious. You're nothing mm. like John's described you.
1: Oh, well, I thought you were a fan of the show.
0: Well, he warned me that... You know, mm. talking to you is different from listening to you. Nah, uh, I shouldn't have listened. Mm.
1: Ah, there, there you go. Uh does there is there a cinema score for this one?
0: There's not that I know of. If there is, I don't want to know. They wouldn't mm. get it anyway, wouldn't they?
1: Uh, they're they're a weird bunch in, in Las Vegas. I don't. I I have uh, uh, said as much on several podcasts at this point.
0: Will, I gotta go. John's standing at the threshold of the door, kind of leaning oh, okay. against the door impatiently. Sure. He wants the microphone back.
1: Well, let me say again, it's been a great honor to speak with oh, you. Oh, it's been fan work. so
0: great. You're one of yeah. the angels from City of Angels, Will Ashen.
1: Oh, that's very sweet. I don't live in Los Angeles, but I like to think so. I, that's a very kind compliment.
0: You don't have to. Yeah. I heard what you were talking about earlier about being Catholic, so close enough.
1: Mm, yes, true. Well, very. That's very nice of you. Thank you for making the time to speak with us, and I hope this pleasure comes again at some point.
0: Uh, well, he's already gone. Sorry.
1: Oh, yeah. Hey,
0: I've oh, never well. seen him that excited.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's very nice. It was. I, I, I wish you were around to, to hear our conversation. Yeah. It was actually, I'll listen it, to it, it later. Was, uh, okay. Sorry. That's yeah, okay.
0: It's not. A, hey, I kind of heard it from the other. He's very loud.
1: He's he's an outspoken fellow.
0: Yeah. He was talking differently. He had like his work voice on when he was talking to you. Like he saw it as a job. So I'm, you know, Mm. he sounds different.
1: This, uh, uh, you think you're going to get angry notices from your fiance about this whole bit?
0: Very possible. Sure. (laughs) She, she never was supportive of him moving in. So
1: yeah. Honey, is this a, is this a Oscar winning actor, Nicholas Cage in her, in her house?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Can you explain (laughs) or not? Um, I guess that's it for our show. We talked about a bunch of movies. Prisoners of the Ghostland. It's out now. 103 minutes long. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Be sure to subscribe to Cinemaholics on your favorite podcast app of choice or find us on YouTube. See you all next time.